Welcome, everybody, another episode of Supreme Being. I'm your host, BC. As always, this podcast is sponsored by Team BC Sold, my real estate team. If you need anything real estate worldwide, we can help you. You can contact us at teambcsold at gmail.com if you want to email, or you can go to teambcsold.com. Number two, <clears throat> I want to promote, obviously, Modern Success, my personal coaching and mentorship program. Everybody that was at the WGR Summit this weekend in Dallas, uh, got to experience me live speaking. Many had never seen it. And as a result, people were very moved and touched and actually had a lot of the audience join my coaching program, which is not a surprise. Go to briancasella.com, which is also in the description of this podcast to sign up, or you can go to my Instagram profile and go to the link in the bio. Lastly, if you'd like to partner with me at Team BC uh, at EXP Realty, go to partner with Team BC. Com. Okay, so let's get started. Now, what I want to talk about today is a topic that um, I believe a lot of people kind of know, but I want to expand on it a little bit. Now, we know that if you want to change, at the end of the day, the change has to come from you, right? You may be inspired by somebody else. You may be getting advice from somebody else. You may have a goal in your life to make a change, whether it's weight, mentality, confidence, speaking ability, career, whatever it is, and you want to make a change, okay? So one of the mistakes that, that people make, one of many, is there's this dependency I've noticed in a lot of people, not everybody, but a lot of people, and they feel that it requires somebody else for them to make the change, which is a flawed way of thinking, okay? You may look at somebody else and say, oh, they're more confident, right? They walk a way that I wanna walk. I don't currently walk that way. They walk with a ton of confidence and I wanna adopt that, okay? At that point, it's not up to that person for you to fight them tooth and nail. Oh, help me, mentor me. They may. However, however, whether they do or they don't, it doesn't matter. The fact stands that you have to make the change. So let's say they can't, they're not available to offer you help. Are you going to give up? No. You figure it out. You study the walk. You do whatever it takes. You find out what got them that confident that they can walk that way. And you do your best to emulate, learn, and apply it. That's how it's done. It has to come from you. You have to get to the point where you're like, fuck everything else. I want to learn how to walk like that guy because that's the way I want to walk. I envision myself that way. And if I walk that way, I'll live a better life. That's the root of it, by the way, is, you know, by adopting that, you will live better. You'll be happier. You'll be more fulfilled, period, which is why you want to do it and why you seek and are attracted to that. Okay. That's change. So now let's flip it. Somebody's listening to this podcast and maybe you come to me because I inspire your change. Cool. Listening to me will change you for sure because I change the way people think. That's the root. However, any outward representation of it, you are going to have to bring that out. So now if you seek to speak like I do, now that you've gotten some, you know, we can say some seeds have been planted from listening to what I do, my coaching, whatever. Now you have to take it and apply it and use it. I'm not going to be there to hold your hand and help you change. You're going to have to do it. So if you're watching videos for me or anybody else, as an example, let's say you're brand new, you're starting, you're like, I don't have money to do shit. I can't even leave my house. I need to watch videos, YouTube, free stuff. Cool. But again, it's not up to us to literally lay out the red carpet, hold your hand and push you across the finish line. You have to go out and get it. So case in point, I got into real estate, right? Six years ago, if you're listening and you don't know what I do. And I wanted to improve my social skills, my social dynamic skills, my sales skills, and I wanted to push this as a career. 
and say, I'm doing it. Now, at that time, when I got in, there wasn't this abundance of videos and information and gurus, right? Some good, some not online for me to study. So I had to figure it out. I watched and observed as much as I could from the people around me, listen to how they talk, watch how they walked. And I did it. I didn't say, well, excuse me, can I get your time? Can you go out with me and show me how it's done? No, there was no time for that. I had to get as much as I could. And sometimes that information was limited. So it required me going out and saying, well, they speak a better way. I maybe right now don't necessarily have all the tools and the steps, but I'm going to figure this shit out. So I want to speak better. The first thing I need to do is I need to speak. I need to get out there and start talking to people. And I started boom, 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 speaking, speaking, speaking. Then I would get tips from people, right? Uh, I would listen to how people would respond to me. I got the feedback. Maybe I was trying to make sales and I wasn't making sales. So then I, I said, well, when I go back to the bat cave at night, I need to write down what's going wrong. What do I need to do? Uh, how can I improve? I keep hearing this and I don't have a good response for it. I need to come up with a good response. I engaged and got feedback. Okay. Biggest thing I get right now is, well, I've watched all your videos, but I don't know how to start. That's bullshit. You start by taking the first fucking step. And even if me or anybody else, for whatever reason, I can't think of an example where it applies, but we haven't given you the first step, you still have to go out there and figure it out. Period. Because I necessarily didn't have those first steps either, but I fucking figured it out because I was that fucking dedicated. Because you leave yourself no other option. That question that I just gave you means there's still a reliance on something or someone outside of that individual, which is wrong. Again, you can have somebody to lean on, a coach, a mentor, or whatever. However, you cannot use that as a crutch, and people still do it. They still do it. You need to be self-reliant. And in the beginning, it's tough because you are going to need guidance. We still all have coaches and guidance, of course but it has to come from within. So again, we go back, it was this constant engagement of doing what I was supposed to do, figuring it out, making a ton of fucking mistakes. But I, with my own mind, my own creative process, I would sit down and do the dirty work that nobody wants to do and say, I'm out here getting my ass kicked every day on the phones and going door to door and talking to strangers. I'm getting rejected, I'm not making sales, I feel miserable, this sucks, I feel like I have no direction, I don't have a system, but I had to sit there at night and say, okay, I can sit here and complain about it and try to just run for help, or I can keep doing what I'm doing and start to figure it out and create a process, which by the way, every first person in the career or thing that you're trying to do did this. This is what they did, this process. So I'm sitting there saying, well, I keep hearing from people, for example, when I want to sell them something, they keep saying, I want to think about it. Again, I didn't have a free YouTube video to turn to, to help me with that. So I started writing down own responses that I came up with based on the little bit that I had learned. Then I started experimenting and using them. So the next time I heard, I had a little note, notepad ready in my hand. And when they said, I want to think about it, I'd get all excited. Oh, here's time to experiment with these things that I came up with. And I would start using them. A lot of times I would crash and burn and I wouldn't get anywhere. And then finally would click, boom. One or two of those responses that I came up with started to work. Boom, that's the feedback I get. I got that one down. Okay, what's next? What are you starting to see here? You're starting to see the process of the individual taking responsibility, putting it in their own hands, and figuring it out, and not requiring somebody to fucking baby them. At some point, ladies and gentlemen, you have to take the fucking training wheels off the bike. 
your parent, your sibling, your brother has to let go and let you ride. And it's okay for you to fall. Then you get your ass back up on the bike and you keep going. That's this process. It doesn't require anybody else. Okay. So we're talking about improvement. We're talking about making change. This is how it starts. Now, if you want to be that trailblazer, which I said in the beginning, the first person in every endeavor, career, science, whatever, who kind of paved the way and had to figure it out, once they've established their position and they've gotten somewhere with it, now they're in a position where they can spread the knowledge, spread the word, and help other people maybe a little bit quicker get to where he was, but they're still going to have to earn it. Okay. So I wanted to tie this in to the main umbrella or subject of this lecture, which is change. I mentioned it in the beginning, change. And this is a quote you're probably going to want to write down. Change on a societal level in society stems from, originates, and starts at the individual level. Everything about society has hidden, obstructed, extracted, removed individuality in the individual and made people all blend in and become a part of the group. Listen to what I'm saying. Case in point, simplest example that anybody would understand of what I just said, if you didn't understand that point. What did you want to do growing up in school, in society, and social circles? You didn't want to stand out. You wanted to blend in. You wanted to blend in. You didn't want to be the loner, right? You didn't want to be the kid by himself or with the quote, quote unquote, losers. You want to be with the popular kids, the jocks and all that. You wanted to be a group. That's one example. And the most simple example that anybody could get. Yet, yet. Now, when you look at the phenomenon or the, we can say the process of changing, we know it has to come from us. So if you have this conditioning to be one of the group, to have no identity, which by the way, how, how do you destroy somebody? You remove their identity and you make them a number or insignificant. Why do you think they do this in prison? You're an inmate number 55. You don't even have a fucking name anymore. That's how they degrade you. So now you want to make a change. You've been subject to that conditioning your whole life where you want to blend in. Now 18 hits, 25 hits, 30 hits whatever age you decidedly, you finally decide to say, well, I want to make a change. Now you have to confront this self-reliance issue of you doing it yourself, but your whole life you've been conditioned to be one of the group and forget your individuality. See, this is where the conflict comes in. This is why people suffer. This is why I focus on teaching and helping people with, with what I do. So that's where this, uh, this frustration and this anger comes from. But the first thing is to be aware, always. But now that individual, of course, is going to have this conflict because they've grown up their whole life. So let's say they want to be an entrepreneur now and they have to figure it out on their own and create their own identity. What do you have to do as a brand? You need to stand out. You need to be unique. You need to be different. Again, the exact opposite of what you're taught growing up. I mean, shit, I remember even my parents and other people's parents saying, don't, you don't want to stand out. You know, don't do too much differently than everybody else. Make sure you're just like everybody else. Make sure you buy that shirt like everybody else has, right? Like we're all fucking puppets. You're just going to line us up like the toys in the fucking store where it's like the same toy. Boom, 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 boom. Everybody's the same. 
So now I look at like my industry, real estate, 99% of them are like that. They're all basically the same shit. But of course, they've been conditioned to be that way. Why would they be any different? And then when you step out, right, you're met with resistance. You want to be unique? Boom, you get attacked. You get attacked hard by the people around you, by your competition. Everybody tries to destroy you. Why? Why? Because the forces, the powers, whatever you want to call them, they know the power in that. If everybody began to change on the individual level, the ripples it would create across society are unprecedented. It would be unbelievable. Whatever system, underlying system or matrix, whatever the fuck you want to call it, right? Would crumble because of that. The individual would gain their power back. When you're in the group, you have no power. As an individual, you start gaining your power back. You gain your voice back. You gain your identity back. Hmm. Now we're going somewhere. Now we're headed somewhere. Okay? So everybody listening to me, this is the quest that you need to be on. This is the quest that I've been on for the last six years. This is why I continue to gain influence and power and all this other stuff. But remember, with that comes a tremendous amount of responsibility. You have to earn the position. You have to earn the power. This is why you see me more than anybody else, especially in my, in my space, getting heavily criticized in all this because I've stepped off and separated myself more. So therefore, I know those attacks are going to come. And this is why I always keep my cool. I don't care. Bring it on. Not a problem. But I know what I'm getting myself into. I'm 10 steps ahead of these motherfuckers because I know this shit. They don't. They think they're intelligent. They're dumb. They don't know shit. So take a look at where you're at, what you're doing, your path, your thoughts, how you speak, how you walk, everything about you. Shit, people flipped out. People flipped out that I wore, well, you guys can't see it here, but I have my little, my little jacket that I wore Saturday. That has like the, it's like a poker jacket, right? It has an ace, the king, the jack. Totally radical. Oh, well, you're a real estate agent. You can't dress that way. You're supposed to be a professional. Get the fuck out of here. Yet I made a huge impact, not only with how I spoke, which was different, but how I presented myself, how I walked on stage, everything about me was a complete and utter representation of what I just said. And the impact it left on the individuals who attended that event, I only spoke for an hour, was you could feel it. You could feel it. And the response after with the conversations and how people shake my hand and I could feel their appreciation and a shift in them, which is cool. But this is what we need more of. However, this is not popular. It's not mainstream and it gets attacked. So again, you want to step up. You want to get into the kitchen. You got to be able to handle the heat. So again, you want to earn that position. You want to stand on your own two feet. It comes with a different set of responsibilities and issues and challenges and obstacles. But again, I decided to get on that quest and say, I'm going to do whatever it takes to achieve this. What I said in the beginning, change comes from within. I can't sit here and say, well, I don't want to be attacked. I don't uh, No, Cause then you're looking to the outside. I have to look within and say, how important is this to me? Is this a priority? Do I really want this? Because I know this road, is the road walked by few. If there's a sign and a fork in the road, the safe path is to the left where everybody goes. The one on the right has a question mark, has a hazard sign, 
has possibly dangerous. We don't know what's going on. And you got to be like, fuck it, I'm going. Because there's the promise of the pot of gold at the end. Or, you know what, every person who has achieved something in the history of this planet, for example, has taken this right path. I'm going to go on it. Every person who, who I've listened to or who told me and gave me solid advice who was at the top said, take that path. It's scary. Your palms are going to sweat. You might get bloody. You might get cut. You might get beat up. But that's the path to be on. It's not easy. But shit, at the end, it's worth it. And that's the thing. I can tell you on this side. And I'm still obviously growing and, and still going through stuff and, and improving and all that. But I can tell you already at this point, it's worth it. It's 100% worth it because you have to confront um, you have to confront your insecurities. You have to deal with your own bullshit. So not only are you going to get attacks and pressure from the outside, your own stuff comes up that you have to deal with. So it's almost like a, a double fight. But the, the reward is tremendous. More personal fulfillment, more confidence. Being able to do, this is the main thing. You're going to be able to do things that other people cannot. That's the beautiful part. That's the beautiful part. I love the fact that I can stand here and say that. I can do things that other people cannot. Now, it doesn't necessarily have to be material, but it's with the way you speak, the way you carry yourself, the impact you can make on people, being able to persuade and influence people in a way that other people can't, all these things. But again, it has to be earned. So in that process, you experience the opposite. If you are now receiving everybody's admiration and respect, and good vibes, there was a point where you were fucking up and everybody was hating on you, criticizing you, bashing you, you were getting rejected, of course. If you're enjoying monetary wealth and success right now, what you had to go through in order to experience that was probably your deepest times and darkest moments. Of having no money, being broke, feeling like you're at the end of the road, which I've experienced a ton. I've felt that feeling so many times. I can't, I, I've lost track, okay? And we can just go on and on with this. But the cool thing about this, and I'll, I'll wrap this up with you know the next couple of minutes, is many of us, people who watch me, myself, we do want to inspire change in other people, or at the very least, the people around you that you love, your friends, your family, you want to see them do better. But sometimes, sometimes you're met with resistance because you cannot help somebody who doesn't want to be helped. We know this. This is common sense. And people know this, yet they still try to force it on people. You can't. And this is what the, the higher powers did to us growing up. You didn't want to change. They forced it on you with physical violence or something. That's not how you influence people. That's what causes rebellions and everything else. Okay. But if you really, you really want to influence people to change and maybe be that spark or plant that seed is you, you become the representation of whatever it is that you would like to see in other people. So you want to be, you want to see everybody around you manage their emotions better then you fucking demonstrate it you get so good at managing your emotions that other people admire it and now they come to you and say help me i want you to help me change you want to see other people around you communicate at a higher level more smoothly more correctly more often then you do it you communicate with them and everybody else more often more smoothly and better then they'll come to you in admiration if they really want to change and say help me you want to see other people around you healthier, more fit. Shit, you do it and show them what it's like, what it looks like and tell them what it feels like and watch how they're going to start coming to you and wanting to change and say, hey, I'd like some help. You look good. You sound good. Fuck. What are you on? What are you doing? Ah, boom. Now you can help. 
instead of forcing it on them, which is what we do, which is incorrect. You cannot force it on people. And if you do, they're going to hate you. And they're, and they're still going to resist it and not do it. And even if they do do it, it'll be half-ass. You don't push. You attract. You bring them in by shining brighter. That's how it's done. Okay? But if we really want to start seeing changes in our circles and the people around us, then it starts with you. And it has to come from within you. You can look at other people for inspiration and guidance. However, you have to finally say, okay, I'm in this. I'm doing this. I, I'm not going to rely on anybody else. Fuck it. I'm going. And you do it. And that means confronting your deepest, darkest insecurities and everything else. Now, once that road is treaded and you start getting on it, the process begins. That's when you see things change. Now you're entering a different frequency. Okay. And the world is going to have to respond. It has no, uh, uh, what's the saying? It has no, um, no choice but to respond. And that's facts. Okay. So as always, uh, we'll continue right now with a few questions. I'll take them on Instagram. I'll take it on zoom if you have any, and then we'll wrap up the podcast. I'll do another five or 10 minutes, roughly something like that. And then we will end it for today and we'll resume Wednesday at 7 PM Pacific standard time. So I'll take your questions now, whatever they may be. What are your questions, ladies and gents? Do the messages when cold calling expired? Uh, yes, but not every time. Yes, Mario, of course. That's what you want to do. You want to learn from the people who are actually demonstrating what they're talking about. That's why I, don't, I only talk about certain things. I don't talk about a million things. I talk about what I'm good at, what I've studied, what I can demonstrate. That's it. Podcast name, Supreme, Supreme Being. You see me share it on my stories all the time. If you're unsure, Type in my name, type in Supreme Being, uh, look at my stories, you'll find it. Any plans on visiting Houston? Not anytime soon. Last week I lost a family member. So did we. So did we, Kevin. Yep, we've done the same thing, Kevin. Uh, you know, Team BC, the family, we lost somebody, uh, a family member. They passed away right when I landed actually in Dallas. So as difficult as, as it is, uh, you have to cry, shed your tears, release that, and get back to your normal routine prior to their sickness and death as quickly as possible. That's all you can do. Negativity is, again, part of the conditioning when we were raised. You were forced to only look at the bad. If you're raised and the people around you only look at the bad in situations, that's all you're going to see because you're raised with that. That's how most people are raised and conditioned. You're going to react and respond and live as your condition. That's why you get negative responses. And it ties in with what I said. So if you were listening to the whole podcast, Dizzy, I don't know when you got in. People resist because it's different. That's why. There we go, Michael. How many? You've been on my podcast and you watch my videos. I know you do. 
You just said, I got advice from someone. Someone said, I heard people say, that's the biggest lie on this planet. When did you decide to leave messages I have from day one? So a lot of the advice that I've given you guys, you have to make sure you apply in these situations before you ask me the questions. And he said, you don't know how to feel about it. Take your feelings out of it. Your feelings have nothing to do with your business and getting results. Feelings and results don't go together. If it was up to me and how I felt, I would have never door knocked, followed a script or done anything. Would have never made a video because I didn't feel good making videos in the beginning. Little equity with liens. Uh, don't put those houses on the market. Yeah, it's cool. You know, I've experienced death around me uh, a lot. So I deal with it a lot quicker than I used to. Hang out with people and surpass on a societal level. Um, no, because you naturally drift away from those people. How do you deal with a friend who owes you money? Here's my rule with lending money. Okay. If you want to keep your friendships. There's a couple of ways you can go about it, but I will only lend money to somebody after I've accepted that I may never see that money back. Okay. So if I do give you money, I'm already assuming you won't pay me back and I've accepted that period. Now, if I value somebody's friendship, unless they're a super close friend and I know they're good for it and I've known them for years, I will not lend them money. I door knock everywhere I've lived, dude. Yes. Spoke about not pushing people when they don't want to do something. Sellers saying they don't want to list their home. Yeah, if they don't want to, they don't want to, of course. No, Victor. I've, I've had some lectures on modern success about that. There's certain times to express vulnerability and it's an art form. You know? So it's not the fact that you present it. You handle them. But how you communicate and show vulnerability and all that to the outside, that's an art form. I had a friend tell me not to get into real estate. Well, what's the qualifications of your friend? Russian for life. I recognize your name. You've been following me. Do you guys, again, I'm not saying this in a bad way, but does everybody actually apply what the fuck I teach? You just told me a friend who's not even in real estate told you to go into welding school and you're considering it. What's the qualifications of this individual? I've been saying this for years. So if my cat suddenly said, get out of real estate, I'm just going to get out. You guys are killing me, man. Terrified of making a video. Just do it. If I'm going to be real with you, Miss Jess, I'm going to say, stop being a little bitch. Okay. Just do it. Just do it. There's no magic fucking formula. Just do it. What should I tell him? Nothing, Russian, nothing. Thank you for sharing your opinion. And you get your real estate license and do whatever you're gonna do. You talk about procrastination, what about it? If you're procrastinating about something, it's because you don't wanna do it. It's not important to you, which is why everybody procrastinates in school. You could give a fuck 
about your academic endeavors because you don't want to be in school. But if you're procrastinating on something that you claim that you wanted to do deep down inside, you don't want to do it. How do you handle people constantly asking you for help? Everybody asks for help. I don't have to give it. I'm selective about who I help. This is why many of us who have achieved more have coaching programs and all that stuff because it separates the people who are serious and who are not serious. It's the bottom line, right? Um, I do a lot of additional helping outside of that, right? Helping people with money, advice and all that, but we pick and choose. If I get a hundred messages, I might only respond to five or 10 now because 90 of them are stupid ass questions of people who don't put in any effort. And again, they exhibit what I said in the beginning. They want everything handed to them. I tell them to look at a video, then they claim, oh, I, I searched, I couldn't find it, when they literally could have just copied the words that I put in the message and put it on YouTube and they would have found it. So I would say we're pretty selective about who we help for the most part, right? Especially when you get to the point where you're receiving so many messages. This is why I said change has to come from within and people need to start doing it themselves. What do you think of Gary Vee? I think he's cool, but I don't watch his stuff, Michael, so I don't know anything about him. But just a little bit I've seen, I, I like the fact that he expresses himself the way he wants to. Even if I tell you not to get into real estate, Irvin, if, I, if any of you want to do something and even I tell you not to do it and then you don't do it, you don't deserve it because you took somebody else's advice over what you wanted to do. I could now say and claim that, I don't know, I want to be an actor and you could have fucking, I don't know, Tom Cruise and every other actor say, dude, don't do it. I'm going to say, fuck you. I want to do it. I said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. That's your opinion. Ungrateful and demanding clients, Victor, you have to set the standard up front. And if they start giving you flack the first time they do, you need to call them out on it. Then the second time I'm cutting them off personally. That's what I do. But I set the standard from the beginning. I let them know when I'm available, when to call, certain rules they can't violate. We establish that up front and we let them know. Cool. All right. Um, I don't even consider myself a top producer, Michael, because we're in the 50s as far as transactions. I consider personally a top producer somebody who's selling like over 100 homes a year. And I haven't hit that yet. I'm a probably top 5% maybe in real estate, I guess with my team, but we're not like in the stratosphere, right? Um, but yeah, that's it guys. Thank you for being here. The time is up. If you need anything real estate worldwide, we got you teambcsold.com or email us at teambcsold at gmail.com. And number two, Modern Success. If you guys haven't joined Modern Success, um, I don't know what you're waiting for. Go to briancasella.com or if you're on Instagram, go to the link in my bio. Okay. So with that said, we'll see you on Wednesday at 7 p.m. Pacific, same time, same place. Hope you enjoyed the podcast.